Hello everyone, Matt here, and today, 8-15-2014, it seemed like a particularly good day to share the following, entitled, Always Looking Back at Lost. I have never been particularly great at ending things. In sixth grade, I was told about a Native American tradition of a corner of pottery left unpainted so as to allow the evil spirits a way to leave. The idea has always stuck with me. A year ago, my nine-year interaction with Lost came to an end. After watching the series since the premiere night, following discussions online, listening to fan podcasts, following show news, then starting the podcast looking back at Lost months after the show had ended, I lived and breathed and ate and drank the show like I have no other. As a child, cartoons ruled the day. He-Man turned into Thundercats, Thundercats became Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but each was a childish flavor for a few years. In my second decade, it was Star Trek, then The X-Files, each of those falling by the wayside while I grew past my fanaticism. Lost was the first television series to speak to me as an adult. It was about our fragmentation, our desire for community, our human longings, our belief in the impossible, our hope in an explanation. I reveled in every Dharma training video, squirmed as the pace for season two ground to a glorious near halt, feared for the show in its third season, only to see it reborn in its future, then its past, then its eternity. It is in my deep, deep criticism of the middle of the third season that I find some objectivity. Many fans bitterly complained about the season one finale, the hatch being opened but with no further resolution. I knew it was simply the start to the next chapter. The flash forward seemed to be a gimmick. I knew it to refocus the show. Even the finale, which has become popular to bash, has always seemed perfect to me. Life has no complete answers. Why should the afterlife or the finale? Do all religions lead to the same God? That Lost said, yes, maybe. I reveled in that. It's been a year since I've seen one minute of the series. My final act was a group watch-along on 8-15-2013. I still miss Lost dearly. I also miss the absolute control over the creative landscape which was looking back at Lost. Even if I was running up against a deadline to release the latest weekly episode, I always made enough time to craft each podcast as I wanted it to sound. More importantly, I miss watching a show which pulls from art, science, religions, popular culture. I miss watching a show born from a sure-to-fail bet turned into a 121 glorious span of episodes. I miss the desire to turn Looking Back Lost into a book. In a Lost-like twist, real life became very, very busy just a few weeks after the podcast ended. 
Also, my will to undertake a re-listen of my rewatch podcast so I could retype my notes. My notes having been erased each week as a new episode came along. A tragic mistake on my part. That will has faded as well. Faded, but not gone away. My great joy, creatively, in recent times has been delving into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., while imperfect, is a roller coaster of a ride, and producing a weekly podcast in conjunction with a show that is still producing new episodes is a wonderful thrill. So too is podcasting with a partner. Perhaps the saying should be, podcast together, or podcast alone. But today, I find myself thinking again about Lost. In my mind, it lays in a sort of frozen donkey wheel hibernation for when my daughter, now three, will be old enough to watch the show. Until then, what's there to say about the series? It still holds a place in many a heart, but the supposedly imperfect finale has taken a shine off of some of that discussion. So too has its strange, muted, missing presence in the fan world. The cast of Firefly is still beloved. Star Trek conventions can fill seats with two Klingon guest actors. Where is Lost? Absent and not there. Do the actors all keep in touch? No, it seems not. Have they gone on to greater fame and fortune? By and large, the answer is no. Next month, Lost will celebrate 10 years since its premiere. Hopefully that will help with a sort of rebirth for the series. Or, perhaps, after a reflection on the last decade, the show will start to fade slowly into that white light, present in our minds, but fading away. Time will tell. For my part, I know I will return to that island one day. I wonder if I will discover new things, or rediscover old things since forgotten. But I do know that I will return. After all, we have to go back. Looking Back at Lost remains on iTunes and lookingbackatlost.podbean.com. For my latest podcasts, check fantasticgeek.com. That's Fantastic Geek with a PH. Thank you, one and all, for listening. Take care and bye-bye. Lost executive producer Carlton Cuse wrote in the New York Times that he's realized that there was never going to be a definitive conclusion to the experience of Lost. We have to go back, Kate. In that spirit, you're invited to go back with Looking Back at Lost, a new podcast that looks at the series each week and sees how each episode fits into the show as a whole. Please visit lookingbackatlost.podbean.com and subscribe via iTunes. We have to go back!
the new podcast, Looking Back at Lost, because it's never too late to go back.